Hey guys, it's Brian here. Ken and I sit down and talk about boldness and what that looks like as it relates to the church and our everyday walks in life. Oftentimes, we think that boldness requires us to be loud and boisterous, but it's absolutely the opposite. Sit back, relax, and enjoy our show. Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. What's up, Ken? Hey, Brian. How's it going? It's going great, actually. Okay, okay. Yeah. A lot of uh, good things coming down the pipeline soon. Uh, well, I hope so. Lord, you got a blessing with my name on it. Okay, um, okay, okay. I'm just in a good space, girl. I'm feeling good. You know, it stopped raining for a couple of days. Oh, it was raining? You didn't know that? Yeah, like, Well, I wasn't here. Hold on. I got it. Right. <laughs> Make sure I act. What, what city am I in? Okay, right. right. Okay. I just feel like it has rained so much the past couple of weeks. I don't even know. Oh, man. It's time for me to learn how to swim. But you know. April showers are coming to bring May flowers. We can't skip skip over March because it's your birthday month. Hey, 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 hey. But you know that <laughs> rain is getting ready to blossom into a beautiful summer. I'm excited. I'm excited too. It's gonna be super hot though. You think Louisiana is disrespectful? Yeah, but I love the summer time. In the springtime. Oh, the spring. Let's talk. I I'm jumping. Spring. I'm jumping yeah. too far. Like, let's embrace the springtime weather. You know, the colors are beautiful. Yes. The weather's beautiful. Yes. You know, we have some spring birthdays coming yes, up. We do. Yes. Okay. Exciting. So exciting. Yeah. But life is good. How you been? <sighs> I've been, you know, living it, loving it, taking it one day at a time. Mm. No sense of complaining, right? Right. That's all you can do. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you for life. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because it's, it's short around here. Hmm. Man. It is. Well, so. Okay. <laughs> I want to talk today about boldness. Boldness. Yeah, I'm for it. I feel like we've talked about it yeah. before, kind of, sort of. It was a, It's probably like an extension or continuation of our conversation with Dustin. Yeah. Um, we kind of nip, uh, not nip, but touched on it just a tad bit with, yes. you know, Justin and probably some other topics. <laughs> How can you not talk about boldness often, really? Right. So, yeah. Um, and that's the problem. I think it's not talked about enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so, by definition, I found that boldness is defined as the willingness to take risk and act innovatively confidence or courage or mm. two other words to use to describe a boldness mm. which i think is definitely to me embodies everything that boldness should be mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um when i think about boldness i just in the church and just as a a follower of christ i, I always want to be bold mm-hmm. i always want to be set apart and exude confidence and competence and um just just have all of those qualities to stand firm and just be equipped to follow jesus Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah and i never want my my boldness to be watered down in a sense right like i never want it to be i don't want to be timid when i think about jesus i don't think about a timid god i don't think about a shy god i think about a bold God, a, a God that <laughs> defied all the yeah the the rules. Like 
he he was just bold. He the was, man made rules. He can you can defy rules because you ain't make them. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. he the creator of the earth. Like he could do what he wants to do. Right. But right. you know they ain't believe he was the son of God. Yeah. So but still he was very bold. Yeah. So when we were talking to Dustin, we definitely hit on the fact that there is a lack thereof mm-hmm. <laughs> of boldness in the church today. And which is the complete opposite of what you know, God called us to be. Yes. And really get into the root of like, why are we so, you know, afraid to be bold and not just on Christian principles, because I think in general, you know what I mean? Like Mm. if you can't be bold at work, you know, you're not going to be bold at church, you know, and some people are kind of opposite. Some people may not say anything at home, right? but they get in the workspace and they're just like, well, who is this? You know? But oh, that's a good point. You know, I have a oh, yeah, it's like that. But I, I think that speaking the truth is what we're called to do because Jesus did it all the time. Yes, I love Jesus because I love the example that he set, um, because he wasn't afraid, right? Even when he was, um around the Pharisees, which was often because they were always there, you know, trying to catch him up in something. Yeah. Uh, And so he would say something and then they would question what he said. And just because they were the lawmakers and leaders of the time, it did not keep him from like looking at them and being like, sure, I said what I said pretty much. And he said it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, he always just spoke truth. Right. And I think the confidence in that is because he knew it was true. Right. And when you know it's the truth, then you can say and do whatever. I mean, obviously, like, lace with love and right. all that stuff. Um, and I think that's where we lack the confidence in knowing, like, what's true about ourselves or, you know. Yeah, I agree. I think to answer your question about how we've come or gotten to this place of mm-hmm. just not wanting to be bold, I think fear like you, you, you definitely hit on it when you said if he, if you're not doing these things at home, if you're not being bold on the school mm-hmm. campuses or the churches that you're serving in, I mean, I couldn't even imagine God ascending from the heavens and me saying, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm sold out for Jesus." So you're gonna be like, "Uh, where were you with? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> where were you when I needed you?" That's right. what you're gonna say. I'm like, huh? Uh, so right. yeah, like that, like. It starts there, and I don't know where this fear or intimidation has come from. Well, I, I kind of do know. Um, we're naturally, as humans, naturally have that. We shouldn't have the spirit of fear, but as humans, you know, that that feeling is a yeah, part of us. We live in a world. Right. That, uh, you know, with the enemy. Correct. And the enemy's goal is to make us fear. Correct. And so... We kind of talked about this last time with the book, I Wouldn't a Devil. Girl. One of the most, like, profound, like, enlightening things for me that the book said was, um, you know, it doesn't matter what we fear as long as we fear. And so even taking, like, a little kid who's afraid of the dark, you know, you don't, we don't really see as adults how at that moment we let fear in and we've never let it go. Right. And I went in. Like, after our conversation, I definitely went back up and skimmed that book mm-hmm. again. And it was, like you said, it's just so, it was so simple, the things, the answers that he was giving. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was so, it was, all it takes is that that entryway mm-hmm. to allow fear to creep in. It could be anything. You, and as humans, 
and how things play out. Like mm-hmm. if one thing matches to like, if I'm afraid of the dark and I something happens or somebody knocks down something and that shadow is casting on the wall and I think, oh my gosh, something's there. Mm-hmm. As a child, like I'm gonna always go back to that that specific instance and always remember that I was afraid of that because of that happening and it works out that way and then we carry this fear in us like a parasite yes it's, it's in it there now us, right yeah, it's in it, there now and you can you know you think it's just this one area right oh i'm only afraid of the dark until it grows and it starts showing up in like other areas yes. and you're like oh wait i'm just scared in general, general right <laughs> like oh i'm scared to go outside i'm right. scared to eat this i'm you're right. right so it shows itself in other areas of your life and i feel like that applies to Within, like, nothing is untouched. Like, Mm -hmm. with our Christian walk, with being in our homes, being on our jobs, being at school, being wherever it may be, if you have one fear that it definitely can fall over into those other places and spaces in your life. And before you know it, you're over here scared to raise your hand and say you love Jesus. Right. (laughs) Like, what? Right. You mentioned the work makes me think about, like, how many of us work in an environment, um where we're afraid to, you know, say, oh, something was wrong or give a new idea because we want to secure our job. Hmm. So there's a fear to be bold and true. You know what I mean? And just because something is true to you and the Holy Spirit has confirmed that, you know, there, there's, that does not mean that the person you're saying it to will accept it. Right. So there's always like that, um, risk that you take but I know for me personally um you know I I I ride the line often and (laughs) they and I've always been like that I've always been like that like if it comes to like speaking up for like the underserved or misrepresented like don't play with me like I'm coming for you um but my confidence in that is that like one I know this is what God has me doing um, and so I fear nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say whatever right. in a way that's professional and the guy would be proud, but I'm never going to not stand up for something for the fear of what man can do. And I even say like, even if the door closes and I lose my job, oh, well, like this is my time, right. but I'm not going to not speak up for something when I know it should be. Right. And thank God I, I work personally in an environment with a <laughs> boss who, 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 you know, listens to my shenanigans, but he knows, like... Right, but there that has not always been the case. Let's talk about that. Yeah. I, I love this because, um, like you said, you're never not going to advocate for those people that can't advocate for themselves mm-hmm. or are not educated enough to know better. Mm-hmm. And so there has been a time that you had to make a decision, like, this is not the space or place yeah. for me anymore. Mm-hmm. And if this does mean that my... Fi- like this is not what my source of income, I mean, yeah, this is my job yeah. and they give me a paycheck, but God is my provider. Hmm. Like okay. I, cause your girl took a pay cut. Okay. okay. Like, so there <laughs> has to be, I just want, cause people will listen to this and listen to you saying, Oh, you know, she could be an advocate and say what she wants because she works in an environment where it's never challenged. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't want people to get that. Like she definitely got, she definitely worked in a space in a place where it was challenged. And when she had to open up her mouth and say hey yay yo this ain't mm-hmm. for the like i 
can't be in this in this space and place because y'all not doing right by these kids or XYZ. Yeah. But she got up out of there. And that was that was God took me out. They didn't take me out. Right. Like it wasn't even like I always say true to me and y'all ooh, I don't even have the time. I think we <laughs> talked about it maybe in the first season a little bit. That was a hot mess and for me, it's just so important what we do with kids that it was yeah. just like, it was really weighing on me. Um, and I would always speak up. I would speak up and then I would distance myself from yeah. the crazy adults in the building because I'm like, this is some shady crap and I'm not shady and I can't have a part of it. And God removed me when he was ready. It was never them. They may have wanted to in their mind, but Mm-mm. they didn't. It wasn't their authority to do. Right. And God moved me to my next, you know, assignment when it was time to do that. But, yeah, I definitely have been, like, everybody don't take it. <laughs> right. But even now, I don't think that my boss now, he doesn't agree with everything All I right. says. But right. I think that he knows that my dedication, my dedication level to what I do and that is genuine, that he's just like, all right, okay. All right. She might be all a little right. cray-cray. I might not agree with this, but I know <laughs> she got the best interest. He's like, all right, kid. I'll be in there. I'll be in there negotiating like I'm a lawyer. So, <laughs> you're saying they can't do this, but what about? <laughs> be sick of me. And, and, and know for sure she in there for real advocating for these kids. Yes, if anybody needs your children to advocate for it, send them on, girl. I'll be in there like, I'm going to weigh them down. Okay, at first I got a hard, hard no. But then I'm, I'm about to get us this. Like, um... And that, that's what they need until, like, you know, people can learn to fight for themselves. But you have to be comfortable doing that. And a lot of people are not. Yes, absolutely. So, um, and getting, that's like a great segue into mm-hmm. people, like, getting comfortable in in being an advocate in their workplace mm-hmm. or even in their home. Like, you mentioned earlier in the conversation, like, people not not maybe necessarily speaking up in the home, but coming to work, being a totally different person, having this big old voice. And I was just like, oh, yeah, girl. Like, I definitely see this firsthand for someone. And I'm just like, "Mm, okay, like, I've seen you in the home space. This is not your personality, but you won't come to my office and run it. Like, that's not going to happen because that's my job. So, And I think that's a separate conversation. I think that might be like a lack of... um, comfort with trying to assert your opinion well and yes I do agree with that but having a fear in one place or another because there are some instances where things in my office let's say particularly where this person feels very vocal and opinionated about Mm -hmm. um, certain policies and procedures that would not necessarily be their place to mm-hmm. enforce. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you don't even work here. All right. right. I, 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 that ain't for you to do. I would just, I would assume just because the type of person that I am or the type of person that this person comes off to be mm-hmm. in the workplace that they would be exuding and just having the same type of behavior in an outside environment mm-hmm. in the workplace. Um, and that makes me believe that it's it, that people in this world exist in this world would in certain circles in certain situations not speak upon or speak up for Jesus or the right thing or mm-hmm. principles oh, girl. and do that all the time we'll get in front of people that it that it like I'm gonna say in my workplace like it doesn't matter like it does matter but it doesn't like these people come and go and our 
are like lives don't don't necessarily cross over, which we should use the workplace as a platform to promote Jesus and mm-hmm. and to spread the love of God and doing all these things. But nine times out of ten, people are in their own bubbles and in their own spaces and have their own beliefs, and so they they could care less. I might say. God bless you or something. And they're like, oh, okay, yada, yada, yada. It's, it's gone over their head, but someone that they can mold. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm speaking of seeing someone outside of the workplace where we're in a circle where you can you you can utilize this voice to mold someone that is in your circle and is following your leadership and you mm-hmm. don't. You mm-hmm. choose to just like sink down in the chair. That's what I'm speaking about. I just want you to have that same boldness that you have in one place to have it in another. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely think that, you know, roles in, in your household and in your work, like those things, that's a different conversation. But I just want us to be just like our P31I group. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a time where <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I, I'm just the... I'm just, I'm just a pawn here, and mm-hmm. these great ladies are just pouring into me, and I'm just here to gain everything from them, not knowing that we were growing from each other. Mm-hmm. Like y'all were leading, y'all were leading me, but also there were things that I was bringing to the table, not even knowing mm-hmm. <laughs> that you guys were gaining from me. And so, had I chosen to not speak up, or had I chosen not to, to just attend the meetings yeah, and not say go. anything yeah, yeah. like bonus, where will we be? bonus isn't always about and i think sometimes we think that bonus isn't always about being vocal or loud um sometimes bonus is just about showing up yeah. like you know jesus was bold in that way by you know he took this show on the road he right. showed up everywhere like right. that's our thing like you know get the whole nation yeah how many of us have not even mission trip, but done things in our own backyards? Like, where have we shown up? So, and even like in showing up, it doesn't mean that you have to say something, but just your life in general, your presence can be like a boldness yeah. in the room as well. So I think there are different ways to, to show up and be bold in a space. Um, but first you got to show up. Yeah. And that's like the first step. <laughs> yeah. That's important. Oh, you said something really like, great just now and there i think when we did go on our mission trip shout out to kenya because we had an amazing time in kenya but uh, we made a commitment to come back and say that we didn't have to go clear across the country right the world Mm -hmm. (laughs) to go to do better right and and show our boldness we could do it in our own backyards Mm -hmm. like we can be right here at home and have a mission trip and you know go Go out and like, I might need to make mission trip some days. No, okay, so I like, need to come save me, please. <laughs> I definitely need it. But seriously, I think our lives are just supposed to be like the greatest uh, testament. Yes, the greatest show of what ministry is, and um, just showing up as your authentic self. And because everybody is not meant to be the person, you know, everybody doesn't have the same personality, so yeah. everybody's not going to go like. You know, just walk up in the boss's office and be like, so today. Because um, <laughs> how your boss be like, don't. hold on, like, what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> um, that's not everybody's, but maybe you have the gift of, like, written word or um, maybe you do better just with small meetings. You can invite somebody to dinner 
and have certain conversations. Um, and that's just like boldness in general. But I think that conversation leads us to like Bigger. boldness as Christians. Yeah. Like what that's supposed to look like. Oh, girl. So you know your girl done wrote some questions down. That okay. is a perfect segue right. into our boldness as Christians. Okay. Yeah, girl. First question. Mm. Do you think that the church is taking a watered-down approach to some things? Yes. Are these my questions only? Um, <laughs> Maybe. I feel like I don't speak for the church, like the body and, of Christ, but I will say not everybody, obviously, because we all are, as individuals, the church when we come together as community. Yeah. So, no, not every, not every church, but I do think, that there are a lot of churches, like, as in the buildings yeah, um, that do water things down. Um, and we talked about that when we talked with mm-hmm. Dustin. Uh, just to be politically correct sometimes, we live in a world that's forever changing, like, culture-wise. Right. And so it's, like, unfortunately, like, we have to keep up or something. Like, versus, like, what Pastor Mike told us, like, we are the standard. Correct. No, who is... Who is actually trying to live to our standard right? versus us trying to, like, I don't know, sometimes sugarcoat things and rub people's back to, oh, no, you know, I I don't know why the gospel is so offensive to people. And I think we kind of touched on that last time. Maybe it's that accountability piece, that that mirror piece. You don't want to you don't want to be shown that what you're doing may not be what your creator wants you to do. Yeah. But the gospel is super offensive to people. It's offensive to me in the sense as some things, but I don't take offense to it. Yeah. Because I love God and I know he knows best. Right. So I think that's a difference. Like it's meant to, you know, like if you have Correct. a friend who calls you out on yeah. something, like what they're saying could be totally offensive if it came from like Susie May on the street. Yeah. But you know you have a relationship with that person. And so I, I don't know. Uh, I do think there are uh, there is a lot of work to do in the church how we see it today, and how they spread the good news. Um, yeah. So yes, to yes. answer the question, <laughs> that was a, that was a phenomenal answer, Kendall. And thank you for that. I, I definitely agree wholeheartedly um, <laughs> with what you're saying. It's the truth. I think that. Um, it, in a way, it does, and in that, it leads to um, people being less bold mm-hmm. and lazy, mm-hmm. and that's where we get to the lukewarms mm-hmm. and the just mm-hmm. like the the standard that you spoke about, like you you dunking on a six foot goal as as mm-hmm. opposed to a twelve foot. Okay, right. Hey. And your the bar is set so low because. That's where you're aiming. So or you start to go to other things like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, whatever these other things are out here that can that show the sense of spirituality without all the, what people feel is rules or, you know. You know. Everybody wants to do them. Everybody wants to live their life the way they want to live it. So when you get something that's saying, like, this is how you should, um, people rebel against that. But why is it like so? Like you, somebody talk- out there tell us. I don't know. <laughs> please, please tell us because, like you, you, you talked about. Like we take such offense to someone that is in our circles. Let's say I, I call you out on something. Now the Bible say I'm supposed to come to you as a friend mm-hmm. in private. 
But if you don't listen to me, I'm supposed to go to the church in public and call you out. Because <laughs> you ain't. Hear ye, hear ye. Because <laughs> Kendall and I listen to me. Right. But we take it as though, had you come to me in private mm-hmm. and called me out about something that, you know, I wasn't doing right, that I, I'm offended. I'm just appalled and just like. Shocked and disgusted. All right. That you have called me out on my wrongdoings, yeah. that you've done it ill intently. And now you're my friend and you love me. And I know you love me. Mm-hmm. But but I take it as oh, how dare she? How and then I go for your sins. Like, why do we do that? Like, why can't we just I think accept? It, uh, as we're talking about that, I really think it's a relationship piece. It we're talking about God specifically. Yeah. Um, because I personally don't get offended when my friends tell me things. I become reflective. Because she a unicorn, y'all. I'm just playing. <laughs> no, but I don't think that you do. No, 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 no. I'm just playing. Either. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah. I don't. No, call I call me. And I think it depends on who it is. Yeah. Again, and I think that's that relationship piece. Now, you may not like, you know, I feel like we've probably had conversations where I've said something and you don't like it. Yeah. But you're also not going to be like, uh-uh, like you about to get cussed out because, because you know. No. Right. Probably deep down that it's right. Right. <laughs> in some sense. Or in, but that it comes from a place of love. Right. Most of all. So let's take the Bible yeah. and Jesus speaking. Now, that yeah. was just me and Ken speaking. Yeah. Now, when Jesus called me out, <laughs> I read something and I'm sitting in church like, ouch, that was me. So I wasn't supposed to, so I wasn't supposed to do that. That wasn't, that ain't how Jesus, I get offended and then I'm just like, oh, well, I think I it's about how you, it. I think it's about how you see God. And the role you've given him in your life, the authority you've given him in your life, because we do have free will. Right. So if you see, it, it depends on how, how did you learn about God? That's so important because, oh, he's just this authority figure that's telling me all this stuff that I don't feel is wrong. Right. And so he doesn't have authority. I haven't surrendered to that. Yeah. I think that piece is a piece that we have to grow Yeah. for people to say, okay, all right, I can listen. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, in this aspect of it, y'all, get out there and learn Jesus for yourselves. He is mm-hmm. not this far away being that, you know, cannot not be in your a part of your everyday life. He ain't the homeboy either, but he is someone that you confide in and, and speaks to you on a day-to-day basis and pour into you. Mm-hmm. And and is only giving you the, the, the guidance and the blueprint out of love to mm-hmm. to help you navigate this thing called life like we should not like if anything i'm supposed to be sitting in church saying ouch and i need to figure out how to turn away from this because mm-hmm. you know god's word uh is is it is it is what it is and it it was set here for me to follow and this is what i should turn away from mm-hmm. what i've been doing so far if i'm not following his word yeah. and not take it from a Oh, he doesn't love me. He only has a specific word for a certain people, and it's meant to hurt me, and it's meant to harm me, and mm-hmm. that that was never his his plan. Right. Okay. So next question. <laughs> In our roles as the church, because we are the church, mm-hmm. how can we be a catalyst for this change that we want to see? Uh, I think the biggest thing talking about boldness mm-hmm. specifically is to live a bold life yes. again showing up and living the life of Christ yes like that's the first step 
Yeah. Like, go into spaces. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like put me in a mindset of, like, um, maybe, like, think about, like, a high school girl or boy, mm-hmm. maybe, who leaves their parents' house with one thing gone. And then yeah. when they get to school, they change mm-hmm. clothes. I used to do that. <laughs> Ooh, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, oh, I left the house with my long, you know, skirt on to my ankles and my, my cardigan. Then I got to school up in my Daisy Dukes on and my you can't wear that to school, I don't think. But, right. like the but anyway. <laughs> Wait, the, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> but the point to that is it's just like don't be afraid to like live out loud. Yeah. The live your happiness, like of God. You know, um, if you feel a song on your heart. As you're walking down the halls of your job, you sing it <laughs> out loud. If that's your personality, you know what I mean? Right. Maybe you're more so, like, I'm going to play this music in the background at my desk. Yeah. Um, I don't know that there's, like, for me, anyway, in my opinion, and others may have a different opinion, this, like, special formula. I think it's just all about showing up yeah. and being um, being that light, being the salt of the earth. Yeah. I think that's where it starts, and being comfortable doing that. That's just like we girls that are natural. Okay. Hello to all the natural sisters out there. Yeah. Um, Shout out. When you feel okay to wear those protective styles, although the world, a, a lot of the world, or at least the work environment will tell you, um, you oh, don't wear that fro. Don't wear that. No, I'm wearing my fro. Right. Oh, I'm wearing these uh, braids just down to my ankles. Like, I'm doing it all. She show you. She yeah, I'm personally doing it all. <laughs> because, like, culturally, like, that's what I'm proud of. Yeah. And I'm always going to do it. You're not going to stop me from doing it. I'm not getting a relaxer. I'm not wearing my hair straight. I'm not doing none of that unless I want to. Yeah. Um, And that's the same way I feel is representing, representing God is you know the kids for me specifically the kids know you're gonna come to my office don't come in here with all that foolery they always fussing about why you always got this uh christian music playing because uh, your spirit needs it correct um, <laughs> why um, you don't <laughs> right i'm always telling you i'm about to pray for you like we're about to pray like right now um so i'm just intentional about trying to be who god wants me to be i think that's the first way to do it yeah um, and then again, we do have to spread the good news. So finding your voice in that, whether it's written, your actual voice. Yeah. Um, again, getting somebody one-on-one for coffee, just to one day say, Hey, like God is so good to me. Like, I want to tell you about it. Like you tell me about how he's been good to you. Start yeah. that conversation. Yeah. That's so dope. Um, and I, I agree again, I think about, being a catalyst and being a change, just like my upbringing in church, mm-hmm. it was cool to be, I guess, because we made it cool. Mm-hmm. Like I used to, I, I can, it's never not been a time. I don't remember going to church, Sunday school, vacation, Bible school. Like it was always something to do. Mm-hmm. Summer enrichment girl was at the church. Like, mm-hmm. so when we had all this time off, we was at church, like, and maybe because it was in the neighborhood that we we stayed in. It was a community. Mm-hmm. And so it was always cool to be in church. So it was cool to raise your hand for prayer. It was cool to want to be a candidate for baptism. It was cool to uh, take communion. And it was cool to be sold out for God, for Jesus. And we were bold in it. I, I still recall the group of people that I, I I did 
did this with that we grew up in the church together like mm-hmm. some of them still attend my mom's church and others of them that don't attend the church are still playing in church because like I said that was it was cool to do that and I don't think and maybe because I'm not planning in the youth ministry in a church somewhere I don't know if I get that cool like I see in our church that we have a huge following um in the in the youth ministry because they have all these different uh Mm-hmm. retreats and mm-hmm. just services and things of that sort but I also see like a community that ain't sold out for God like I could go back to the community where the church used the church where I used to be mm-hmm. that's where I grew up in it's not the same it's not it's not what I was used to growing up in now granted it still had the crime drugs violence everything else that mm-hmm. was going on in but it was a difference and I don't know if it's just the day and age but I just never remember not being bold, like people knocking on doors, not just Jehovah's Witnesses doing mm-hmm. street ministry. Like you was definitely coming from the church, knocking on doors. Where you at? You missed a Sunday. Somebody holding you accountable, and just it was just so much, so many things, so many people. I remember going to Southern University and Grambling State University for what what was called youth encampment, like churches from all over the state of Louisiana would come together and do this um just it, it was like a conference basically like our mm-hmm. our what woman evolve or uh T.D. Jakes mm-hmm. woman that I lose but it was for kids yeah and the kids ran the show we had a a congress and a we had like you ran for different seats and it was run by the youth, like the the youth in Louisiana, and I don't even know if that exists anymore. And I just, I I wonder if the change in that has an effect on just like the kids, what they're grounded in and founded in, no, no having whatever foundation or no foundation that they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, now, does that play a role in it? Yeah, I think that's something we talked about when we spoke with Adabisi. It's like creating those spaces, like, mm-hmm. you know, just being more intentional about creating spaces where people can experience God, yeah, godly energy, you know, godly things. So yeah. that's on us, people. Yes. Yeah. I have to look into that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Being younger, I just talked about me being in church. Uh, do you remember, like, it was like, so we talked about in our episode with Dustin, just like the call to salvation kind of mm-hmm. being taken away in some places not all places but um or even it's it's changed now because when I was younger you had to walk up to mm-hmm. the altar have you speaking into the mic and everything yeah what's, <laughs> what's your name what right. uh, all kind of stuff right. repeating after the pastor yes um and now it's not that it's more so um well I'm not gonna say now it's not that because some churches still do that mm-hmm. stand on those uh, older principles but for the most part in the church that we attend in the church that uh, someone else had visited that mm-hmm. call to altar has gone away um do you my question is um being younger in christ and having to take that bold move do you remember ever f- having a fear to ask for like prayer or um confess to your brother and sister, your sins, or uh, anything that requires you to be bold? Do you, do you Girl, I didn't do that? any of that when I was oh. younger. What you talking about? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just remember being, like, nervous when you talk about, like, the call, like, wanting to go. 
probably like a couple of Sundays before I went, but you feeling nervous to walk up there because it is like a bold thing to have to do. I have to stand up and nice. I already know he's going to ask me these questions. The people are going to turn around and people going to clap for <laughs> me. Um, but when I was younger, like you mean like teenager age or what? Younger how? I mean, I guess whenever you took that call. Honestly, like I, no, no I was not doing any of that. It okay. probably wasn't until in my thirties where I would confess a sin, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, in a sense, and I'm just calling y'all like, oh my God, like, you know, just telling you what I did um, that wasn't in alignment with who I say I am. So, girl, no, I wouldn't do none of that. Okay. And I think it's because it was one of those, like, um, I don't even know if I was thinking about it in terms of boldness. I just felt like that wasn't something that we talked about. Yeah. It wasn't just on the table then, so. Yeah. I guess it was just the type of church that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Like, you definitely had to do it. You had to take that, that walk, or you had to do it at vacation Bible school, or you had to do it what at What do you some... mean, like, uh, like confessing the sin or something? Not not necessarily. You could. You could confess the sin um, if you wanted to, but I'm just thinking, like, the call to salvation, or mm-hmm. um, if you wanted to rededicate your life, if you had, like, gone away and wanted to come back. I remember us... My mom, um, we had gone to a different church at mm-hmm. one point in time. We left the home church and went somewhere else. And I just remember us having to come back and saying, we're st- standing in front of the church and say where we had been and what we were coming back home and things like this. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. But and that I was. It, it makes sense too when the church churches were started in actual communities yeah so i get like how that kind of became a tradition but now it's so different because like we talked about with dustin um people kind of come from everywhere yeah to one place so it gets kind of like yeah it feels intrusive especially if you go to a church that's like seven thousand people like i don't get up here well i wouldn't have to go be on drugs for a little while <laughs> right. i, don't, I, I, I definitely think it. you need to tell somebody <laughs> yeah you need to have that conversation i don't know if you need to stand up <laughs> in front of a room of people who you have not really trusted as your community yet. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's just different these days, but I get it. Absolutely. And I think it probably was, it made for more bolder, quick, I'm not going to say more, more bolder, yeah. but those types of scenarios mm-hmm. made you more bolder in the sense that you had to stand up and take that fear away. That fear had to be, I mean, pushed down, diminished, or whatever you had to do because that was something that you had to do if you wanted to come back or at least made to believe that you had to do. <laughs> and I don't like that. If we're going to let you back in, I don't think I like that. And nah, some churches do I'm that. I don't sure. like that terminology. But I do think there's a desperation and a boldness to somebody coming up there because, like, that's deep. That's your life. You feel like, oh, my God, like, I have to get this out so I can be right with God. But, you know, yeah, different ways of doing different things. But, no, when I was younger, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> In your opinion, should we pray for boldness? Yes. 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 I definitely think you should pray to be bold. Again, this is like um, in every area of your life for everything. And and I think we have to stop believing that boldness is loud. Again, that's not the case. Yeah. Um, I think boldness is just about speaking the truth, walking in your truth, um, and trying to get back to a place of truth. That's what it is. If you, you know, if I call you, to hold me accountable for something I did, it's because, like, I want to have dialogue about bringing me back to the place of truth. Yeah. Um, not that you're going to judge me for what I did, but it's just, like, I need you as my friend to be, like, okay, sis, like, Jesus ain't weak for that. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> I'm going to be your accountability. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, I guess the final question, um, 
if if Jesus were here, like physically present here mm-hmm. um, today, what message would he be sending to the masses as um, a way to teach boldness to the church? What, in your opinion, what what would that look like? I almost think it would look the same as it looked then. I think it's the same. I think he would still be preaching the kingdom because yeah. it's not popular. Yeah. Um. No matter what time you're in, there are a lot of Christians, but it's still a minority, I think. And we definitely live right now in a culture where it's not popular to live the way we live. So I think his message would be the same. Yeah. And the bold part about it would be him again showing up. Like he would have mm-hmm. his Instagram page. He probably have him a podcast. Okay, Jesus. A radio show. <laughs> um, I, I think he would be doing the same thing, just in a in a more culturally relevant way. Now, um, and he wouldn't be quiet about it. Right. He definitely wouldn't be watering it down. He'd be Mm-mm. in your face, in your My space. My father said. <laughs> okay. And. He's going to give you the truth. Yeah, Peter, you're going to deny me three times for the rooster chicken, hen, mm-hmm. whatever it is, crow. And you ain't going to ch- challenge me on it because you're going to do it. Right. <laughs> like, and not backing down from what he said. I like, said what I see. Right. And I think that Jesus was, <laughs> I feel like I imagine in my mind, he was mostly like just a very, not soft-spoken, but very just like neutral tone. Oh, yeah. Just Absolutely. all the time, you know, except for when he had to, you know, bust up in the place on the people and turn over tables and Wait, stuff and then that one time when they had woke him up when they was in the ship and he had to okay, say yeah, it's probably a couple yeah. of times and he probably raised his voice a little bit <laughs> but i feel like for the most part because again I, it's like one of those i said what i said like right. and i'm not gonna apologize for saying Same. that because it was the truth yeah i could appreciate that i would yeah. man that was so dope. This is a dope conversation. I just no. want to go out and exude even more so my boldness. And I'm just going to stand on my front yard lawn <laughs> and just shout out to Jesus, y'all. Yes. <laughs> and you, we could probably name a lot of people. I mean, if you guys are out there thinking about it, a lot of people in culture, culture that we would say, oh, that's a bold person. But oh, they're yeah. not bold for the things of God. And I think that's the difference where more Christians need to stand up. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, child, especially with this society. I mm-hmm. mean, goodness, the the world alone will lead us to eternal damnation if we followed it. Okay, I mean, straight. it's and, and it's not a, like you said, it's not enough of us as us, meaning the church that are, are taking over and just like fighting for this space and place and just that the world has it's not enough of us that are on the front lines fighting for that that same time that same energy that the world is pushing into our Mm -hmm. youth our adults our just our society period so if we can take over the world standards by placing jesus on the forefront just imagine what we could do man like just where we would be and just oh my goodness Child, we could be in a beautiful place. Girl. Well, I love it. Yes, I hope that we all go out there and we're just a little more bold for Christ. Even if it's like that one person you see who sits alone, sit with them. Right. Have a conversation. Just be a light. You don't even have to be like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It'll come up at some point, but just show up. Show up in the spaces you're supposed to show up in and just be who God called you to be. Right. That's boldness. That is boldness. And pray for it. Pray for that eternal, internal 
um, boldness to consume you and guide you and just just walk in the light. Just do as Jesus would do. Right. This was fabulous. It was. All right, guys. Well, until next time, remember, God is in the details. <laughs>